Welcome to Pastor's Chat. We've been talking about the book of Colossians. In Colossians chapter 1, Paul has heard about the faith and the love and the hope of the people at Colossae, a people he had never seen, but a church that was planted there by some of his converts, people that he had met at Ephesus and led to faith in Christ, Epaphras and Philemon. They went back to their hometown and won others to Christ and a church was planted. And about five years later, Paul's in prison in Rome and he writes this letter and he hears about their faith, their love, their hope, and boy, he's encouraged. And so he's writing, though, because he's heard that there are some teachers, false teachers there at that church already trying to lead these people astray. And so he writes this letter to warn them and to encourage and help them to deal with these issues. As you look at this letter, I believe you're going to learn much about what really is important in the Christian life because this letter is about making sure you keep Christ preeminent in your life. Now that will include prayer and faith and thankfulness. And so this letter, Paul, as he makes these uh, opening statements, he starts talking about his prayers for the people there. I'm convinced there's nothing more beneficial, more powerful, more helpful that you can do for another person than pray, than to pray for them. Almost in every epistle that Paul writes, he talks about his prayer specifically for the people of those churches that he's writing to and the people that he's involved with. Paul was a man of prayer. Are you a woman of prayer? Are you a man of prayer? Are you a person of prayer? Are you, do you know how to get on your knees? You had to get on your face before God and intercede on behalf of others? Well, I'm convinced Paul was praying without ceasing. Listen to these words in this prayer. And this prayer in Colossians chapter 1 that Paul talks about at the very beginning of this letter is one of the most powerful prayers I believe that you can read in the New Testament. I believe it's a model prayer. I believe it's a prayer that you could memorize yourself or you could open up your scripture to Colossians 1 and read this prayer and just put in the names of those that you want to pray for. Your husband, your wife, your children, your pastor, other believers at church, other people that you know in the Christian faith. We need each other's prayers. I'm convinced I would not be sitting here in front of you today sharing these thoughts from God's Word if I didn't have a mother that had prayed for me all her years of her life. My dad was a great prayer warrior. My grandmother was a great prayer warrior. So many in my family have prayed for me and other friends and people write me every day and say, I'll pray for you every day, Pastor. And I'm telling you, that's why I'm sitting here. But you can do the same. You can pray for others. And that's my heart that I'll continue always to be someone who prays and intercedes on behalf of others. So listen to this prayer. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. And so, from the day we heard, heard what? Heard about their faith, their hope, their love. Heard about their commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ, their faithfulness. He says, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you, that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So the first thing he prays for is that they would be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. 
You know, if we are to pray like we should pray and we should walk like we should walk, we need to know God's will for our life. We're not to be unwise as some are, but we're to be wise, he says in Ephesians, understanding the will of God, knowing the will of God. God has a perfect, perfect plan and will for your life. I, I love what Oswald Chambers says. It can come to the place in your life where you're such in love with Christ and your relation to Him is so intimate that you are in the will of God, always. You're not trying to figure out this path or that path. You're with Jesus. You're walking with Jesus. You're talking with Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. You're, guide, you're being guided in your footsteps by Him. And that's why Paul says, I pray that you would be filled with the knowledge of His will. It would be complete in you. It would be controlling you. You would be mature in your walk with Christ. Oh, what a prayer to pray. I wish you'd pray that for me. Pray it for others. Pray it for yourself. God, help me to be in your will today, knowing with spiritual understanding, your wisdom, what you want in my life and in the lives of those around me. God bless you as you learn to pray with the Apostle Paul from Colossians chapter 1. God bless.